Today is Tuesday, 13th November. This is the Early Bird News. There's not much positivity to report today, Early Birds. Today, I'm bringing you a small biography of comics legend Stan Lee, who died yesterday at the age of 95. He was born Stanley Martin Lieber on 28th December 1922 to Romanian Jewish immigrants Celia and Jack Lieber. He was born and grew up in New York, first in Manhattan and later in the Bronx. Growing up, he was greatly influenced by books and film and enjoyed writing in his spare time. When he was 16 in 1939, he graduated from high school and joined the Works Projects Administration's Federal Theater Project. Later that same year, he began what was to be a prolific career, when he started working as an assistant in the Timely Comics division of publisher Martin Goodman. In 1941, he made his comics debut with the text filler Captain America Foils the Traitor's Revenge, which was published in Captain America Comics No. 3. Shortly thereafter, he graduated to actual comics and character creation, with headline hunter Foreign Correspondent, followed by the introduction of characters Destroyer, Jack Frost, and Father Time. When editor Joe Simon and fellow Golden Age artist Jack Kirby left Timely later the same year, the 18-year-old Lee was installed as interim editor. Proving himself to be a capable businessman, he was permanently appointed editor-in-chief. From 1942 until the end of the war in 1945, Lee served in the U.S. Army as a playwright in the training film division, producing training manuals and films and occasionally creating cartoons. Returning to Timely, later renamed Atlas, Lee continued writing comics in various genres, but was beginning to grow discontented with his work and was considering leaving the industry by the 50s. That was until the later half of the decade, when Julius Schwartz and DC Comics revitalized the superhero genre with the Justice League of America. Given the assignment to create a rival super team, Lee was encouraged by his wife Joan to experiment. He was thinking of leaving Atlas anyway, so he may as well go out having produced something that he actually liked. Thus was born the flawed hero. Lee left behind the perfect, flawless heroes of the past and introduced real human characters. Working with Jack Kirby again, Lee introduced varied personalities, real-life worries, and conflicts with other people and heroes. In 1961, the company changed their name to Marvel and introduced some of the most iconic heroes, such as Iron Man, Spider-Man, the Fantastic Four, the Avengers, the Hulk, and Thor. In addition to introducing new characters, Lee also brought in many of the features that created community among artists and readers, credit panels, bulletins that included upcoming storylines, and news about Marvel staff. Progressing into the 60s and 70s, the Marvel storylines incorporated real-world events, such as the Vietnam War, student activism, and racism. He was also instrumental, though indirectly, in updating the comics code, after publishing a Spider-Man storyline involving drug addiction without a seal from the Comics Code Authority, who had rejected its anti-drug use storyline simply for depicting addiction, regardless of context. The issue sold well, and the CCA eventually revised its guidelines to permit depictions of drug use, amongst other new permissions. In 1972, Lee stopped writing weekly comics to assume the role of publisher, later becoming Chairman Emeritus, a position that he held until his death. 
In the decades since creating such memorable characters, Lee has brought Marvel firmly into the 21st century, also changing the way that fans and artists interacted, with his frequent appearances at comics conventions and lectures. He saw Marvel through its introduction to film and internet, and its transformation into a globally loved and respected franchise. As the public face of Marvel, Lee made cameo appearances in numerous films in addition to his fan interactions at conventions. It was these interactions, in addition to the distinctly human characters that he wrote, that endeared Lee to his fans. At least this holds true for myself. He was very much a grandfather-like character, introducing real-life issues and injecting just a little bit of lighthearted humor in his appearances. He was truly one of the greatest creative forces of our age, and can be credited with bringing comics onto the main stage of entertainment. I know that myself, and I'm sure many of you, along with millions around the world, will continue to enjoy his work for many, many years to come. So long, early birds. I hope that I'll have lighter news for you next week. Tuesday, signing off. Music